Hello, and welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we are talking about letting go of stuff. great. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited because I'm going to Salt Lake City tomorrow to uh, attend the Roots Tech Conference. Oh, that's very exciting. Although by the time our listeners, yes, I just want to point out by the time our listeners hear this, you will have already gone and had a fantastic talk. That's right. And a fantastic time. Yes. Because it's not just about my talk, right? No. Yeah. We had fun a couple years ago when we went we and did. I will, I will be I will be there wishing you were there too. Yeah. Well, I wish I could be there, but I instead of heading to snowy Salt Lake City, we'll be heading shortly to sunny Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, that's right. I just have to say it's not snowy in Salt Lake City right now. But um, <laughs> yes. Uh, you'll be going to Salt to Phoenix and you'll be doing some talking there too. I will. And when this airs, will you have come and gone? Any idea? Uh, I, I believe that I will be done with my talks by the time this airs. Oh, so well, okay. Let's celebrate our future. successful talks. Uh, you were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so are you. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, today we wanted to talk about letting go of stuff. Oh, yes. Something I think about all the time. Yeah. I mean, this is like what you do. I help people let go of stuff. Yes, I do. Yeah. And the, and one of the reasons we wanted to talk about this was um, after last week's episode where we talked about using up things, that sometimes you discover that you have things that you aren't going to use, or perhaps you have more than you could ever use use up and um it would be a good idea to let it go right let somebody else use it that's right that's right i have worked with a client recently who uh, was a couple and when they made the decision to let something go the the word they used was release the husband would say to the wife i think it's time we released this she said yes and i thought that was great oh that is nice yeah i always think of it as um to pass it along. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pass right. this along. Yeah, I like that. That's a nice, friendly way to characterize it. Yeah. And so, and I think that that's actually a really good point to make is to figure out what language works for you. Because if you feel good about what you're doing, it will make it much easier to do. Right. I know uh, uh, some organizers who refer to, rather than saying like declutter, which is a term I typically use about my process, they'll use the word edit, which I rather like. Mm -hmm. Oh, and like we did um, 
the episode on our closets, and I think we used curate. Right. Yeah, that's right. So I think these are are all. Yeah. And they're all ways to talk about the same thing that we're talking about, which is um, another term just came into my mind. And I have a feeling that this might be a term that annoys you, but right sizing. Yeah, that is one of those terms that annoys me. <laughs> not, I can't exactly say why, but it just means, uh, but, I know uh, I wasn't I wasn't yes. sure why I had that idea, but I did have the idea that that was not going to be one of your favorite terms. Right. It just it's it just seems made up. Well, it right. is. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. I had I had a client, another couple I worked with, who the husband is a surgeon, a hand surgeon, and they referred to the process when they're working with together. They would talk about debriding it. Oh, geez. (laughs) (laughs) That's what worked for them. (laughs) Wow, that's not really a pleasant image for me. Yeah, exactly. But if it works for them. Right. I like letting go. That works for, that's a nice, gentle... Yeah, yeah uh, way to think about it for me. But um, yeah, so many people, in, including me, I'm sure, I know, <laughs> are um, <laughs> I, I, I tend to hang on to stuff sometimes. Just sometimes it's because to make the decision to let it go is more effort than not making the decision to let it go. Right. Stuff can just accumulate so easily in that way. Yes, definitely. I see a lot of expired things in people's homes, which are easy to let go. Right. Well, and that's that's part of what got me thinking about this is, and I talked about this in past episodes, but the the big decluttering of the pantry um, mm-hmm. at home and how I discovered a lot of expired things because it was so disorganized. And then, and I also found things that were not expired, but we had accumulated so many of different things like um, uh, tubes of toothpaste and bars of soap that we would never be able to use them, or they were perhaps purchased for teenage boys who are not showering very often in our showers any longer um, because they don't live there, not because they're not showering. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to make that clear too. (laughs) (laughs) But um, that it, you know, they're all perfectly good things and usable and we're not going to use them or so we're not going to them. Yeah, we're not going to be able to use them quickly enough. So, and you know, believe it or not, soap does go bad. Right. We talked about so, that last week, <laughs> I think. Yes, I know. Yes. I I'm not soap obsessed, I swear. Yeah. You're all about the soap, <laughs> Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, which reminds me, uh, I picked up some of the soap that I talked about last week from Trader Joe's and it's oatmeal and honey soap. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I was at Trader Joe's today buying dog treats and it yeah. it, sli- it went through my mind. I should look for this, the soap. And then it was a different Trader Joe's than my usual one and everything was, nothing was where oh. it should be. So I oh. quickly 
uh, found the dog treats and left. <laughs> yeah. I had to ask where the dog treats were. That's how bad it was. But oh, anyway, I did think of you <laughs> when I was there. So it's the oatmeal soap. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Uh, so with the things that I found that there was too much of, then we decided to pass those things along, even it, though they were perfectly good. And there were, you know, any number of reasons why we could have kept them. There was really n- not a good reason to keep them. Right. And, and you freed up a lot of space if it was a lot of soap. Yeah. It was a shocking amount of soap. (laughs) (laughs) So where did you, uh, what did you do with the soap? Uh, I, rather than try to figure out the best place to take the soap, Mm -hmm. I just put it in the Goodwill bag. Excellent. That's, I I often recommend clients, to clients that they do that. Don't get involved in trying to find out the place that really needs the soap (laughs) Um, when there is a one-stop donation site where you can do it do it i mean if it's easy we have a play i'm lucky in my work because i bring in a team and usually um like there's one person who's on my team a lot who lives near a place that is a food pantry and also they give away personal care items to needy people so Mm -hmm. the bars of soap would go right there circle of concern gets that stuff and and if terry's on my job then she'll take it and that just makes it and that's easy um, yeah. But if it's not easy if it, 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 to take it there, then we don't want it sitting in the client's house uh, right. waiting for her to take it. So that was smart. Yeah, I, I, that's, that's something else that has really sort of tripped me up in the past in letting go of things is wanting this thing to find the best possible next home. Mm-hmm. And... Um, which often results in it not going anywhere. Right. I see that in my clients all the time. And I, yeah. um, I will just say to them, and, uh, and I mean it really wholeheartedly, so just trust it's going to get in the hands of someone who needs it. If it's not, you know, if it's a nice article of clothing and you donate it to Goodwill, someone will be thrilled that you don't have to donate right. it to Just for Success just because that's where people are looking for the nice clothing or, or what have you. you know, Just trust that, right. it, that it will find its home. And usually that works um, because at least with our work, when we're, I'm bringing in a, a group of organizers, um, people are really motivated to uh, make things go as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Time is money, yeah. Yeah, so I, I just have a goodwill bag that I'm constantly adding to and when it gets full... Um, I drop it off. Oh, that's great. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, it just makes it so much easier. And, you know, like you said, I just trust that it's gonna, it's gonna go somewhere to someone that needs it. Yep. Do you remember my big yarn decluttering of summer 2019? I think it was the oh, summer yeah. when I went through all my yarn and my half done projects and so forth and it felt so good to uh to you know get half stuff either finished or um maybe unraveled or in some cases still half done like the yoga socks i promised you or no fingerless gloves i promised you oh yeah um which <laughs> have not been done uh but um i, I ended up with the, uh, some balls of yarn right that i didn't uh-huh. want anymore and 
I it was hard because I wanted to find good homes for that yarn, although it wasn't the greatest yarn. Otherwise, I would have kept it. <laughs> but I um, yeah. took it to one friend who is a newer knitter. No, not necessarily newer, but a knitter, and let that, or a group of friends and let them pick. And then I just donated the rest of it. And that's and I'm just hoping that it will thrill someone to get it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Well, I know. I mean, I enjoy going to thrift stores, and I love when I find some you know something that feels like a great find oh yeah it is such a thrill and it really shows you that something that one person doesn't value anymore can really be of great value to somebody else whether it's somebody uh, um, who's you know really needy or somebody who is just adventurous in their shopping right well and that is a good point in that it's um you know, I was just thinking about the our food situation again, and and we ended up with like three packs of macaroni and cheese, the Annie's organic macaroni and cheese, mm-hmm. and there's no way we'll be able to eat all of that before it expires, and so passing well, then you're that you're not al- trying hard enough, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. And cheese. I'm. I know I'm not trying hard enough, but uh, I it just has to go. Yeah, I have it occasionally, but <laughs> right. Yeah, um, you want it to give it away before it expires. Exactly, because because mm-hmm. I got I had to throw out so much expired food and it bummed me out. Yeah. So, you know, keep an appropriate amount, an amount that I feel like we will eat. In, a, in you know before it expires and and then pass along the rest right right speaking for myself I think I stopped having to throw away as much expired food when I stopped purchasing food at Costco so I, yeah. I still go to Costco but I pretty much only do either um, you know the paper goods and stuff or there are a few uh, refrigerated items that don't come in giant packages that I can get uh-huh. through. Um, but I just have to be really careful because I was throwing away all this chicken broth and stuff because I forgot I had it because I bought right. so much of it. Yeah. So yeah. being careful when you're shopping can help eliminate the need to, to let stuff go before it expires. Right. Right. But, um, you know, one of the other things that is hard for me in terms of letting go is like when I've edited something like say my closet uh, and then I have space and then I think oh I can go ahead and buy this t-shirt because I have space and the next thing you know I don't have space anymore (laughs) and so (laughs) so I still sort of struggle with that um, letting go of things when I when I I'm gonna say when I don't have to but sort of when I'm not forced to like when Mm -hmm. I don't I usually do it because of space constraints or you know for for there's a reason like that as opposed to uh, just because you know I, I would like to keep my closet spacious and um not crammed 
I don't even right. know what that would mean. I mean, I, how would you describe a not crammed closet? <laughs> right, a clear closet. Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with only letting go of stuff when you need the space for it, but there really is a lot of ease that goes along with having a closet that's spacious because you haven't filled it full. And I think everybody right. has different thresholds for that in, in my experience. I know I'll see a will finish a closet that f- still feels too crowded to me, uh, but the client is thrilled. So it's I think people have different thresholds. But when I was doing Project 333, I really enjoyed uh, how few articles of clothing were hanging in my closet. It just <laughs> made it so, so easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I just feel like I'm in this sort of drastic up and down cycle. And it seems like it would be nice to flatten out that cycle a little bit where you have a steady number of clothes that isn't too many yeah and that you know like things sort of come and go and it doesn't necessarily have to be you know one in one out but that it uh I don't go to extremes Mm -hmm. I don't I'm not sure how I might manage that other than you know sort of somehow marking the space or the number, you know, somehow creating boundaries for myself that are smaller than it doesn't fit anymore. Right. Well, maybe having an ideal number of clothes, that is the amount that fits comfortably in your closet, and then stopping shopping. Or if you do shop, then one in, one out. Right. Yeah, I guess there's, I was hoping for like some magical way of making that happen without it being one in one out. But I think that's what it is. Well, just don't get anything else. That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the easy way. I mean, relatively easy way would be to just decide you have enough and not shop. Right. Um, I don't, I don't spend a lot of time shopping, but. No, 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 I, I know you don't, but you do enjoy acquiring a nice garment as do I <laughs> yes so, and it, it is um it's, it takes some discipline to uh remove old stuff when you buy new stuff it, especially when there's room so I'm experiencing that right now so I, yeah. I completely understand and from it I guess for me it doesn't bother me uh to have to do a declutter or to, I usually want to do it when I do it right uh, you wait until you want to do it yeah yeah that's it and for me, if I have gone shopping and have some new stuff, that's usually a good time to do it. So it doesn't feel so much like a chore. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. It's, um, but maybe maybe because I do it all the time, it doesn't feel like a big deal. Yeah. Well, I, did, I think it just feels like a big deal because I let it go so long. Mm-hmm. And then it's a lot more work than if I just sort of kept up with it. Like so many things, right? Yep. So that, maybe, yeah. maybe the answer is a monthly, first Sunday of the month, you take a look at your closet and remove anything that's not making you thrilled. See, that's the, that's what I was hoping for. That's <laughs> the magical thing. To get there. <laughs> <laughs> cool, that resonates with you? Good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love that. It just like, just a little system that isn't hard to maintain and... Um, and it's easy to remember. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, there are so many things. Like, I was just, it made me think of our friend Margaret Lukens, who used to be a professional organizer, and is, she's so organized. And I remember when I, learning from her that she, every, I think it was every Sunday, or I don't know, a certain, maybe it was the first Monday of the month, something like that. She would go through her office supplies, see what she was running low on, and, and place orders for new things to replenish. I'm like, what? <laughs> to me, that. <laughs> That's just like the ideal I could never manage to do. I mean, that just, that was like extra. <laughs> like, wow. Wow. Um, yeah. So, but this, this, what I suggested to you feels a lot easier than that to me. And, you know, hats yeah. off to Margaret or anybody else who can do that sort of thing. Because I have a hard time keeping on top of my supplies personally. <clears throat> um, the ones that I go through a lot of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's cool. I like, I like the idea of you're doing a little closet cleanse or a little closet curation every Sunday. We could do that together. We always say this, right? Not every Sunday. One, the first Sunday in the month. Yeah. Oh, which is this coming Sunday. <laughs> but, but I'm traveling that day. <laughs> Maybe we should do it the last Sunday of the month. Oh, excellent. <laughs> Make it the start time as far away as possible and still be a Sunday, a monthly Sunday. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool. I would do that with you. Oh, good. I like that. Maybe maybe some of our listeners want to join in. Yeah. On, we can make the last Sunday of the month the, the um, curation Sunday. Yeah. Um, we, all we have to do is remember it. It's so far away now, so I don't know if we will. I'm going to put it I'm going to put it on the calendar. Excellent. There's a system. Yeah. Yeah. So, it will be Sunday the 29th. March 29th. Okay. Uh, I am doing it right now. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. And it will repeat every month on the last Sunday. Okay. Till the end of time? Yes, forever. Forever Excellent. and ever. Excellent. <laughs> well, who knows? We can We can do it together. We could do it we could even try to do it simultaneously and have FaceTime or phone going. And Oh, that's always fun. Mm-hmm. And we maybe we'd get s- some audio that we would run on the podcast. Who knows? Yeah. Um, well, you know, that was what started our first collaboration of Declutter Happy Hour, which mm-hmm. eventually spawned other things which spawned this so (laughs) right (laughs) yeah where we would declutter on the phone together yeah 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 i think that sounds terrific and yeah i would love it if other people want to do it and we could take some before and after pictures too that's always fun yeah who doesn't like before and after pictures (laughs) (laughs) me of my stuff when my before is so shockingly embarrassing (laughs) (laughs) oh but i would share yeah okay good and i bet it's not so bad yeah it's fine um good well so is it what else what else comes to mind on helping people letting go of stuff well I'm sorry, that was by, oh, there's so much, and there's not that much time. Give me three hours. But, um, <laughs> well, I don't know how much you want to get into. I will say that 
<clears throat> very quickly, the three things that I hear most about from people who are reluctant to let go of stuff is that, A, they've spent a lot of money on it, so they don't want to let it go. And my response to that is always, the money spent in letting mm-hmm. it go is the only way to get any money back if you sell it. And why have that guilt hanging around? Um, the, uh, the other is, I might need it someday. And my response to that is usually, well, could you get it again if you needed it? And will you be able to find it if you need it? I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't let anything go. And then the third thing is, it was a gift. And it was a gift is a toughie. Um, yeah. But I believe wholeheartedly that when I give a gift, it's, it's the gift recipient can do whatever they want with it. And um, I tried to say to the client, would, would the person who gave that to you really want you to keep it knowing that you're trying to to let go of things and simplify and usually they say no and then they let it go yeah well and those are those all come up for me and it's useful to remember why I want to declutter in the first place what you know what my purposes in doing it like all things we talk about on this podcast. Exactly. It boils down to knowing why it's important to you. But yeah. it's so true. We with with in our decluttering sessions with our clients, it's always <clears throat> always goes back to their goals and, and why what they're hoping to get out of decluttering. Yeah. And so the question that I always say is does keeping this contribute to that goal? Right. And that fits right into what you just said. That's great. Well, and I've been I've been using that ruthlessly in cleaning out my gazillion email inbox now. Oh, um, yeah. And I am working through the backlog and then dealing with stuff as it comes in. And I get, a, I'm subscribed to a lot of newsletters and I sort of have this feeling of, well, I might need that sometime or that, you know, sometimes there's good stuff in there. But now what I'm saying to myself is, is keeping this worth having to deal with it in the future. Oh, nice. Um, and that's a completely different bar. Right. Then, well, it might have something useful in it sometime. Because that's true. You, that's really hard to argue with. <laughs> yeah. But is, you know, staying subscribed to this worth having to deal with it? Right. And not a lot is um, is meeting that criteria. So, right. well, and good. so much, you know, that <clears throat> so much, I don't know what kind of stuff you're talking about, but so much is available online and, you know, just from a Google search. And I know that I would not search my email inbox for something before I searched Google. Right. I would have to remember it was in my email, search in, in, which I wouldn't. <laughs> So, right. Um, yeah. So that's good. Is it worth dealing with in the future? Yeah. Um, so that's been very helpful to me. Cool. Uh, yeah. So what about you, our listeners? How do you let go of stuff? What do you call it? Uh, we would love to hear from you. You can give us a call at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. You can let us know on social media at 
getting to good enough on Facebook and Instagram and at GTG enough on Twitter. Uh, and then you can always comment on the show notes on our website at gettingtogoodenough.com. But for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you. Would you feel bad if I had Curation Sunday on my own without you the first time? I don't know what to say to that. No, that would be fine. (laughs) I was worried for a second. Devastated.